0: Welcome to True Mysteries, Stories of the Strange and Unexplained, brought to you by Owl Creek Press, where there's always a free book waiting for you. Owlcreekpress.com. Check it out. I'm your host, Kit Crum. and though a lot of stories I read have to do with UFOs or the paranormal or supernatural, this one comes under the category of strange and and just bizarre and makes me glad I'm not an elevator operator, and that's the name of the story. Enjoy. On the foggy morning of July 28, 1945, at 9 a.m., the B 25 left the Bedford Army Airfield in Bedford, Massachusetts, bound for Newark Liberty International Airport. The bomber was on a personal transport mission. In other words, it was carrying, aside from a crew of military personnel, some civilians. As they approached, their destination, and asked for clearance to land, it was denied due to a heavy fog and zero visibility. By 9.40, the pilot had decided to circle and attempt landing despite the warning. But slightly disoriented, he turned the plane right, intending a circling pattern instead of left. Moments later, the B-25 bomber smashed into the north side of the Empire State Building. This much is history. It's known as the entire crew was killed. And 14 office workers on the 78th and 79th floor of the plane were struck and killed. But history has no mention of the operator of the number six elevator the bomber was traveling at over 250 miles an hour when it collided. One engine went clear through the Empire State Building and landed on the roof of a building across the street. Wreckage pierced seven walls and flaming fuel was dropped on the streets of New York, busy shoppers district below. Fires broke out at the site of the crash and the entire Empire State Building was evacuated. In all, 28 lives were lost, although the massive structure was reported to be safe and reopened within days. 20 year old Betty Lou Oliver was operator for elevator number six and was on the 80th floor when the Flying Fortress B 25 slammed into her floor below her. The impact to the elevator shaft caused Betty Lou to be ejected from the elevator car, so the plane hit the floor below her. Rescuers found her. She had a broken back, neck, and fractured pelvis, and numerous burns she was treated on the spot. After rescue workers had attended to her injuries and stabilized her, she was placed on a stretcher and gently slid onto the floor of elevator number 7. What they didn't know was that the cables for that elevator had also been damaged by the impact of the plane. As they stepped back from the elevator car, fully intending to send it down, they were concussed by the sound of the cables shearing and watched in horror as the weight of Betty Lou caused the cables to snap, sending the car carrying the injured woman into freefall for the remaining 77 floors. Amazingly, Betty Lou Oliver survived. After she was rushed to a hospital, inspection determined that a 1,000 feet of cable was coiled at the bottom of the shaft that had compressed air and created the descending elevator car to be cushioned when it hit the bottom. The story of Betty Lou Oliver's survival of a 77-story freefall made the Guinness Book of World Records. Beyond that, little is known of Betty Lou Oliver. It was determined that she was married at the time of the accident, and that she and her husband moved to Arizona, where she had three children, numerous grandchildren, and lived to the age of 74. And that's the incredible story of Betty Lou Oliver, free-falling 77 stories. Incredible. Well, this is Kit Crumb. Thank you for listening.